Hey sis, welcome to Beyond the Military Podcast, where faith-led military women overcome burnout and create more balance. Just imagine having enough time to focus on your faith, family, and have more fun while still serving as a woman leader. In this podcast, you will walk away with the tools to help you navigate the busy life of a military woman, organize your mind, overcome overwhelm, create a prioritization playbook, and a balanced blueprint for integrating faith, family, and career. Yeses in that order. Hi, I'm Wendy Ray, woman of God, wife, mama of two, army veteran, and certified life coach. And I'm here to help you create a life of meaning outside of the military, a life of laughter, joy, and intentional free time. If you are ready to overcome burnout and create balance as a faith-led military woman, sis, this podcast is for you. So loosen up your laces and grab your coffee because it's time to step into freedom and peace. Hello, ladies, and welcome to episode 158. Today, I want to share with you all three verses that I've recently um, discovered, or I don't know if they discovered, that I've actually um, read and meditated on and really focused on um, holding on to as a go-to whenever my mind is going elsewhere when it wants to um, really go into like the um, overthinking or um, maybe even possibly thinking that I shouldn't be feeling this way. Because sometimes I know for, at least for me, this is a fact because I have indulged so much in um, not needing or not um not being okay for me to feel this negative emotion sometimes. And I'm like, no, I should be grateful and I should not be, you know, complaining or, you know, I'm in a great season of my life and, you know, I should not go back to these negative emotions or even, you know, like um, mind drama or overthinking or just, you know, in a place where I don't think I should be. And so, we do this a lot. And again, I'm speaking more about me here. I tend to do this even more when a lot of things are going great. A lot of the things are going well. And then my immediate fear, because I have a brain that is constantly trying to protect me of what ball is going to drop or what, you know, what is going to happen? Like what circumstance am I going to be hit with now after, you know, going through a hard season? Like, I feel like now that I'm going through a great season or my the season that I that I was in is, you know, evolving and I'm, you know, moving into a different season in my mind. I'm thinking, OK, something else is going to happen or and by that, I mean, excuse me, by that, I mean, not even like just anything, but something bad. Right. And so for me, I have to really stay grounded in understanding what is going in my mind, being really aware, but also going back to something that I know is true, going back to God's word, going back to how is, um, going back to truth and how this is going to help me stay grounded. And so I wanted to share with you all these three verses and not only that, but also really encourage you to make time to get into the word. And if you're like me and you're like, okay, I have other thousand things going on, not to mention I want to rest and not to mention I want to be able to do a thousand other things, right? Like that's what we have in mind, but we forget that sometimes if we 
go, 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 and don't take a moment to take a break or even take a moment to go back to your foundation, go back to what you believe in and, and what you need to be reminded of, right? Because again, we're human. We cannot remember everything. And <clears throat> I don't know what's going on here. Excuse me. But <laughs> for most of us, we aren't able to rem remember um, or, or memorize verses, right? Like for me, it's very hard to memorize a verse. But at the same time, if I really, you know, set my mind to it and, and stick to it, then of course, yeah, repetition will help me um, memorize things. And so like for me, my goal isn't to memorize verses. My goal is to be able to remember that there's a verse in a book in the Bible and or in a book within the Bible that can help me, that can guide me and give me more understanding of why I may be feeling this way or why I may be thinking in a certain way, right? And God has equipped us with his word already ahead of time because he knew that we were going to be in these situations. And so I know that some of you, you know, have already a full calendar, a full schedule and are possibly even deployed or maybe, you know, are expecting or maybe also have a newborn at the house. And, you know, I want to emphasize the importance of going back to God's work. I want to emphasize how important it is to have a foundation that you can ground to and refer to when you are feeling discouraged, when you are feeling um, alone, when you are feeling um, in a space where you no longer can um, get or gain more energy from. So when you feel like completely depleted and, you know, I say that in the most, um, you know, graceful way, like, yes, it, it's hard. Yes, there are go going to be days that you're like, okay, I, I tried to open up my Bible app or my Bible, but I was just exhausted. And I get it. There will be days like that. But at the same time, we don't want it to be the, um, we don't want that to be the, the consistent excuse or the consistent um, message that we give ourselves every single day because then a week weeks go by months go by and now you're again in this spiral of not knowing how to handle certain situations and here's here's the thing about staying grounded in the word as you guys know I I love coaching I get coached and I get all the coaching that I can um with within like my own thinking um, do self-coaching as well. And it's something that I have to practice every single day, either in the morning or in the afternoon where I'm like, okay, why am I like super overwhelmed right now? Or why am I thinking ahead and thinking different things or negative things about this circumstance? Because I ultimately have the control of what I want to think about this certain thing or this situation or this circumstance. And so I want to offer you all today, not only these three verses that I will share with you, but also the opportunity that you have ahead of time to make time to figure out your own routine when it comes to taking time to meditate on God's word, or even if it's through prayer. And I'm going to do another episode about prayer um, at another time because I've been struggling with that too. Like, how do I take the time? to actually pray intentionally. And yes, I'll pray in the morning with my kids and in the evening and we'll do prayer. And, you know, sometimes I'll sit behind my desk and I'll pray. But at the same time, it's this, um, this 
uh, or I want to implement this within my routine and I feel like I've fallen back from it. And so again, I'll be talking more about that in a separate episode, but I wanted to focus on this first because it's very important to, even so, if you go um, back in the Bible or you go back to your um, devotionals and even just read through that, it gives you a sense of, um, I don't want to say urgency, but it encourages you to want to do a prayer. And, and by that, I don't mean that you don't want to do a prayer. By that, I mean it encourages you to actually use the words that you may need for that prayer, right? Because again, being led by the Holy Spirit is completely different than you just not being led by the Holy Spirit or anything um, to guide you. And so again, I want to be able to help you understand that, yes, it's going to be difficult to find some time to open up your Bible app instead of, um, um, you know, going to sleep or resting or maybe even getting on social media. But let's be honest here. Like how many times or chances or opportunities do you have a day that you're missing out on? Not only God's word, but also meditating on his word, like taking some time to actually go back and really uncover what God is trying to show us. And maybe not necessarily to encourage us right away, but to give us a stepping stone into how this could not necessarily only benefit you, but maybe somebody else that you encounter. And so that's how I always want to think about it too, right? Like, how do I continue to sing in the word so that I can point my loved ones to it, so that I can then have this background, this context? for when I do speak to them about God or when I do point to them in that direction, right? Because it's a lot easier to say, hey, you know, I know that God wants this for us because I know it's here somewhere in one of these books. It's probably in Peter or in Psalms or in John. Um, but again, if we don't know that and we haven't heard it or we haven't, you know, referenced it, there's no way that we'll be able to elaborate on that. And for me, at least my goal or or my everyday um, motivation is to really just be a a vessel, be a um, a source to to help someone else other than myself. And yes, of course, there is a selfish desire, you know, a self centeredness that I have about me because that's literally the nature of us humans being on this broken world. You know, to also help me as an individual and evolve as a wife, as a mother, and really just as a believer as well. And so, again, yes, there are reasons why we do things, but at the same time, I want you to focus to not, or, or not to only focus on yourself, but to also be ready to, to share this message, to share, you know, what you learn, because that's really what it's all about. You want to be able to continue to spread God's word, to spread his message. And that's honestly why I think we're here to continue to, um, you know, share that. And not only through what we're sharing, but also through our actions and through how we show up every single day in our lives. And so, again, being able to set that time apart and being able to go to verses. And again, I'm sharing these verses just to kind of share with you how they impacted me, but also to show you that, hey, like it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be a walk in the park or, you know, something that you just 
you know, you're just so motivated to do like, I can't wait. And, you know, for some of you, maybe you're there already, right? You're already hungry for the word. And that's like the place that I want to get to every single day and in a way where it's not like an obligation, right? And I think that that most of the time we think it's an obligation. We need to check the block. We want to make sure that we're, um, you know, just setting the the time that we are our goal, whatever it was for this month or for, you know, this week that we're achieving that. And I want to offer you a different perspective. I want you to be able to use this time or set this time so that you can not only focus on God's word and how you're living, but also to share it. And if you look at it a different perspective, other than yourself, most of the time, you'll be motivated to do things. Again, that's just really how our mind works. Our minds, um, when it comes to us, of course, we're like, okay, maybe it's not that important. Or, you know, it can wait and we'll push it to the right. But when you immediately, you, you hold yourself accountable when it's going to benefit others, when you're like, okay, how is this going to benefit my kids? How is this going to benefit my husband? How is this going to benefit my best friend? When, you know, she's going through something, how do I guide her or share with her the word if I'm not in it every day, right? So again, you want to be able to um, do this, not necessarily, um, you know, for a long period of time, but you want to, you know, start off with, you know, a three minute or a five minute and, you know, sprinkle it in here and there. You know, maybe you want to start or do it, you know, once a week, you want to do it twice a week for three minutes and really just have that time um, to focus on God's word. And it could be, again, it could be through your phone. It could be through a Bible. And what I always recommend is that you focus on doing it at the best time that works for you. Meaning, when do you have the most energy? When will you focus the most? Because let's face it, everyone has a different um, way of dealing with their distractions. And not only that, but also how they are able to focus and actually use that time um, in a way that it's going to serve you. So I would never try to read the Bible when my kids are around. Like, it's just not going to work. They're either asking me a thousand questions or they're sharing with me their day at school or my um, newborn. Well, now she's five months. <laughs> and, you know, how, you know, she's she's needing my attention. Like she's crying or she needs her diaper changed or she needs to be fed or whatever that may look like. But again, I do this either in the morning or late at night. It's when it works the best for me. Throughout the day, I'm doing 10 other different things. I am either, you know, on my nine to five, I'm thinking about my coaching. I'm thinking about podcasting. I'm thinking about different other things. Like what are we having for dinner? Like all these other things that I know, um, you know, I have to prepare for. So for me, that time is when I don't want to be distracted from other things that I know I have going on. I may be preparing for a meeting. I may, I may be having this conversation with my husband about our finances or something else that comes up, right? I mean, there are just so many things that happened the other day that for me, that is not the time to focus on reading the word. Now, if I do set time intentionally apart, so like, let's say when I'm in the car line, I'm like, okay, I'm going to read for 10 minutes when I'm in the car line. Great. I can do that. But again, I have to be in a space where the environment is helpful for me and my energy level is so high throughout the day. And so, of course, that would work. But again, whatever works for you is going to, you know, 
serve you the best because, you know, maybe for you it's at four in the morning, maybe for you it's at 10 p.m., whatever that may look like. But being able to be intentional about it is definitely going to go a long way. So here are the three verses that really just um, resonated with me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have read this like three months ago, six months ago. And the first one is in Psalms 42, verse 1. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. So the way I not only read this and it stood out to me because I'm like, as the deer longs for streams of water, I'm like, why deer? Right? Like, what? why the deer? Like, I, I need to go back in and read some more. But to just summarize this, in a season of drought, um, and I, I added notes here, right? So um, I don't know about if for those of you that use the Bible app, you can highlight, you can do notes, you can do like different things, um, highlight in different colors to help you stay organized. And so what I like to do, I like to use notes and in a way that it's going to help me under um, go back or refer to it when, you know, um, I'm in a season of drought or I'm tired, right? Like I just label it. Um, tired or exhausted or season of drought, whatever that may be. For example, for this one, it was in a season of drought. That way, when there's something that, you know, that I'm in this situation, I immediately go back to this verse. And it helps me really just stay organized with everything that I'm reading that is standing out to me because there's a lot. Every single time I open this app, everything stands out to me. But here it's talking about tired of running tired um, of possibly being hurt. And when deer um, are, they, they long for streams of water is because they're either in a season of drought or they're also tired of running or they're hurt. And so when we are in that situation, I want to long for God. I want to long for his word. And so that's why this one right here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to go back to this verse whenever I am feeling not only hurt, but also tired. And when I tell you I've been feeling tired, at least not as much anymore, praise God. Um, but at the very beginning when um, Jayla was a newborn, it was, it was pretty exhausting in a way where it wasn't necessarily the lack of sleep. It was more so the thinking of I'm missing out on so many things. I need to catch up on this. I need to be focused on that. I need to create my new routine. I was like so in a rush. And so my mind was like just just rushing and trying to race, you know, to the, you know, the next thing that I had to do when I needed to be resting. And so that was really where my exhaustion was coming from. And then the next um, verse here is Psalms 9, 91-2. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust him. He is my refuge. And when I read this, and or when I read this, um, you know, at first I was like, okay, yeah, he is my refuge. And so, you know, what, like, what does that really mean? And so for us, or at least for me, is really just spending time with um with him when i need this space of refuge right because when um you are not necessarily hiding but when you are running away 
um, or trying to find this space where um, you could be rescued, right? And then so like for me is my thoughts. How do I get rescued from my thoughts? And for me, it's always seeking him, going back to his word. He is um, my shelter. And so even though we cannot see him and we cannot um, feel him or, you know, just anything of that sort, I at least know in my mind that he is with me. And so as his children, we can rest in him, in his strength, in his power, knowing that he is going to keep us safe from any situation, any circumstance that we experience because he created us and he knows exactly what's best for us. And so it's kind of like this point where I can go to and know that I'll be safe. And that's really what our minds, minds want, right? We want to feel safe. We want to feel as, you know, somebody's got us and that's God. And so regardless of what this difficult thing may be, right? Like for me, it's still grieving, right? I'm, I'm still in this phase of, of grief. And sometimes I'm like, no one can understand me. Like, not in a way, like in a negative way or in a way of like no one has ever experienced this before, but no one can understand me like God can because he knows what's best for me. He knows what's best for my family. He knows that what I need right now is just his presence and to trust him. And so when I read of that, I'm like, I can go back to this verse and feel protected and safe. And that's honestly sometimes all that, I, that I'm longing for. And you sometimes won't even know this, right? You won't know exactly what you're longing for. You're just feeling lost. You're like, okay, I need something, but what is it? And it's so simple sometimes. And God has told us, like, he alone is our refuge. He alone is our safety. My place of safety, he is my God and I trust him. Like, we can trust him. He is our refuge. Like, he is there available 24-7, seven days a week, all the time for when we need him. And again, if we don't go back to the word or we don't get reminded of this, we're going to go into a whole mind drama and, you know, additional things that possibly could have been prevented. And so that one was one that really hit me um, hard when, you know, I was reading it. And then the last one, um, God will restore you. This one really, really um, stood out to me. And I actually shared this one with my best friend because she and I were having this conversation. We were just talking on the phone and she brought something up and, I'm, you know, something along the lines of her um, needing some strength and, you know, not wanting to feel this way or not really um, needing to feel this way, right? Like, why am I feeling this way? Um, and so I shared this with her and, you know, the reason I shared this with this verse with her is because it really, um, resonated with me and it, it's something that I, I didn't know if she had, you know, taken the time to read, um, this verse and it's in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. In his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore you, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. And so um, if you go and read this chapter, you will find that it also 
states in verse 8, if you go before, to stay alert, watch out for the great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family and of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering. And so when I went back to that chapter, and then I told her to go back to and start reading from verse 8, and then goes into verse 10 that I just read, it makes a lot of sense. All over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. Believers, family of believers are going through the exact same thing, suffering that, we, that you are. And so that really resonated with me because I'm like, okay, I'm not alone here. I'm not alone in my suffering. God knows this. And as a believer, it's an expectation to suffer. Now, there are different stages or levels of suffering, right? Like we have different definitions. Um, of course, there's one that's provided, but a meaning or what we make it mean is different for everyone. And so my suffering right now is different from her suffering, right? Like we're in different seasons. And so again, having something to remind you that, listen, this is normal. This is the expectation as a believer, as a Christian. You have to stay alert because there's always, the devil is always roaring. Prowl, he prowls around like a roaring lion, lion and he's looking to devour. So you have to stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. And remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And then it goes into his kindness. God called you to share his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore you. He will restore support and strengthen you. And he will place you on a firm foundation. So again, when you go back and you meditate on this and you remind yourself, okay, he will restore support and strengthen me. Like, what, what other reminder do I need? Like, how else can I continue to show up in this way? God's got me, right? And so, again, the importance of you being in his word, meditating on his word, when you feel like you don't have any more strength, when you feel like you don't have anywhere to go and you're feeling alone and you don't know that or no one understands you, you know that he does. And when you're in a season of just exhaustion and you just want to yearn for his or thirst for his word for 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 him for his presence you know that he is your refuge and you know that in a season of drought you can go to him and so again you know being intentional with even if it's three minutes five minutes on how you can go to his word how you can go and seek him when you need him the most i really hope and pray that this episode blessed you and that you not only go back to these verses, but you go and you implement this right away. What are, how are you going to spend time in the word today to help you remind you? Because remember, what you're thinking, what's going on in your mind is how you're going to create that emotion and it's how you're going to drive that action and it's how you're going to create the result. So when you're grounded and you can, um, you can get rescued from these, neg I don't want to say negative thoughts, but these thoughts that aren't serving you and you can go back in, into this foundation of truth, foundation that God has already given us, it's definitely going to create a positive emotion. It's going to continue to help you be intentional with what God wants you to do on this earth. And so I highly encourage you that you do that and that you implement it. And you, you know, not only, you know, have to start with a, a, a huge goal, right? Like do it once a week and then, you know, 
you can then um, compound it, compound it to three times a week or whatever that might look like for you. But remember, when it works for you, when it best works for you, is going to be helpful and beneficial and serve you. All right. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, lady, if this podcast helped you, challenged you, or inspired you in some way, please leave me a written review for the show on Apple Podcasts and share it with another military sister. Helping you integrate balance, prioritization, and growth in your relationship with God is my ultimate calling. I'm so blessed that you are here. And please join us in the Faith-Led Military Women community on Facebook at bit.ly forward slash beyond the military GRP. Again, it is bit.ly beyond the military GRP. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.